We may not know what an Orlando Magic playoff series is going to look like, but we do know one thing. They're going to be really annoying. Why the Magic are pests in all the right ways on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On Magic today is February 23rd, 2024. My name is Philip Rossman. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic are pests in all the right ways, in all the ways that really matter. We'll talk about how the Magic get under everyone's skin and why that is exactly who they need to be as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. We'll also chat a little bit about what, how the Magic showed poise to close out the Cleveland Cavaliers and get a big win coming out of the All-Star break. We're going to talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, this great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Magic is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NBA. That's linkedin.com slash NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. One of the fun remnants uh, that I have uh, from the 2009 uh NBA playoff run is that uh, I actually follow a lot of Cleveland Cavaliers accounts uh, on, on Twitter. Uh, so as I'm watching the game and, and we all have our second screens, part of my Twitter stream are a lot of Cavs fans or a lot of Cavs blogs. You know, we, we, we still love each other from 2009. Um, and a funny, funny-ish tweet popped up on my timeline to which I had a visceral response, and maybe you'll have one too, but but I, I, let's not read too much into it, other than to say that the, this one Cavs blogger tweeted, man, the Magic do a lot of talking for a team that hasn't done anything. We'll leave the retorts to that to the side, but this is the Orlando Magic experience if you are not a Magic fan. This is what it's like to play this team, to play Mo Wagner, to play Joe Ingles, to play Cole Anthony, to play Jalen Suggs. Yeah, this Magic team does a lot of talking. They like to puff their chest. They like to demonstrate to the crowd. They, they, they're young. They're brash. They're winning for the first time. They don't know what's going to get them in trouble. All they know is that there is at least some directive from Jamal Mosley to play with joy, however you want to define that. The Magic do not want to lose this part of their personality. Yes, what they're doing is serious. Yes, what they're doing um, is important. But they don't want to lose 
enjoying the moment. Now, of course, you can only do that when you're winning to, to, to do some of the things that Jalen Suggs does. You know, maybe we could complain about him. You know, you know, maybe, I don't know, like, I could see other teams looking at what this team does and how the Magic act and being put off by it. But, man, let me tell you something. I cannot wait to annoy the heck out of a team in the playoffs. Because let's just accept, let's just embrace this identity. Let's enter our villain era here. In the playoffs, the Magic are going to annoy the heck out of somebody. In the playoffs, the Magic are going to make some other team and their fan base absolutely hate everyone on this roster. And isn't that part of the fun? Isn't that part of the fun of a playoff series? The Magic have embraced this identity. They don't want this to go away. Jamal Mosley wants his team up and cheering for everyone else. He wants... Joe Ingles to be yapping at someone for J- Jalen Suggs to go to the crowd and, and, and get everybody hyped. He wants that because that's who this team is. Now they have to channel it in the right direction, but throughout the season, they have. The Magic are a team that is unrelenting. They bring unrelenting energy and excitement and exuberance to everything that they do. And that is something that's inseparable from this team. And so, again, embrace it. Why change who you are? If you're winning, if it contributes to your winning, then you got to do it. Now, like Mo Wagner said, like, you know, I, he, Mo Wagner said after the game, I know I'm an emotional guy. I've been working really hard to channel my emotions in the right way. That's, that has to happen, too. But you want guys to be up, standing, cheering, trying to get Joe Ingles to dunk, and then jokingly sitting down in disappointment when he doesn't. Um, That happened. Um, You want these guys to play this way because that energy feeds everybody else. That's part of who this team is. They get after everybody. And this unrelenting nature, this unrelenting identity is huge. It is a huge part of who they are. And again, just when they're successful, this is what they're doing. So yeah, I didn't have a problem with Mo Wagner getting technical foul. It was a BS technical foul, but... um, I don't mind that because that's who he is. When Mo Wagner makes it in one, he's going to celebrate it. The whole team is. That's part of who they are. And they're going to get after you defensively. They're going to annoy, they're going to annoy you unendingly with their defense, with their effort, with their intensity, with their physicality. They took a red hot Cleveland Cavaliers team. Yes, playing without Donovan Mitchell, completely out of their game. Completely out of their game. Cleveland was searching and hunting and trying to find it, and and they're really good. They found it in in pockets, but never long enough. 
And the Magic were able to overwhelm them with their depth. We're going to get to the box score at the end, but Mo Wagner had 22 points. They scored 63 points off the bench. This was not a game won by the starters. The Magic starters were frankly kind of terrible. The Magic took a 14-point lead in the second quarter on the strength of their bench and the ball movement and the aggressiveness of that group. They took the lead again and expanded it in the fourth quarter thanks to Mo Wagner and Cole Anthony. The Magic closed with those guys. They, had, they, they, they really had to. Part of that by-committee approach we talked about yesterday. As they said, this group was aggressive. Mo Wagner was unafraid of Jared Allen or Evan Mobley, and that set the tone for the team. That changed the game. The Magic were down 12 early. Paolo Bancaro missed six, his first six shots, a lot of them around the basket. The Magic did not blink. And a lot of that's because Mo Wagner does not back down from anybody. And he's going to let you know that he's not backing down from anybody. He's going to let you know. That's part of who this team is. That's part of the identity they've had, they've, they've embraced. And it's part of why they are so successful. In the playoffs, and yes, we are going to, we're going to get there. In the playoffs, the Magic are going to be pests. Whoever, you know, whoever is facing the Magic in that playoff series is going to hate every minute of it. Because not only is Jalen Suggs going to get into you, not only is Jonathan Isaac going to lock down the paint, not only is not only is this team going to be physical defensively, Mo Wagner, Joe Ingles, Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, probably Paolo Bancaro too. I think he's quietly a very good trash talker. They're going to let you know about it too. And they're not going to quit. But that part of the equation doesn't work if you don't back it up on the court. Because talk needs action. And the reason why the Magic won this game is because of the poise they showed. We'll talk about that maturity coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at Stitch Fix. You know that confidence, that instant confidence boost you get from an outfit that makes you look really good. That's what you can get with Stitch Fix. Easily upgrade your wardrobe this year with a professional stylist who helps you find new on-trend favorites that will work for you. You just have to give your stylist your size, your style, and budget preferences. And then you order boxes when you want and how you want. There's no subscription required. And they send five just-for-you pieces plus outfit recommendations and pro styling advice. You keep what works and send back the rest. Your stylist always sends just right pieces and the fit is on point. It's like they have Style ESP. I don't know how they do it, but they just get you. Stitch Fix makes it all so easy. I don't like to shop. Usually when I do, it's it's just because I'm out and about. I don't go to the mall. I don't do any of that. Like I know there's the 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 I know there's a, a pop-up store with some classic magic gear. I'll probably check that out. Um, I don't like to shop though. They save you the time and effort. Plus, you get outfits that make you look and feel really good. And if you don't love something, again, you just send it back. Shipping returns and exchanges are always free. Style that makes you feel as good as you look. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash locked on. That's stitchfix.com slash locked on. Stitchfix.com slash 
Locked on. We want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day. Every day, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. So look, we, we know this team has personality. I, I love that this team has so much personality. Like, I, I am all for it. Again, let's be villains. Let's get into our villain era. I want I want these guys to annoy the heck out of anyone. And I don't think it's like some trash talk thing. I, I think that's just naturally who these guys are. They, A, they're very defensive of what they built here. And I think, you know, as much as fans talk about it, I think the team also recognizes they're not on TV enough. They're not getting enough attention. They're not getting talked about enough. And so there's a little bit of defiance there. You know, not only that, you know, Jalen Suggs, is, and I think all the players have talked about it. They understand Orlando is still kind of building its fan base back up a little bit. They get offended when opposing teams are in the building. And so there's a little bit of defiance of like, we're reclaiming this spot. This place is ours. And you can bet they're going to bring that energy to the playoffs. But all that talk is just talk. You know, talk, you know, who cares? It's all talk. You got to be able to back it up. And and we've talked about it throughout the course of this week. That's the mystery for this team. We don't know how the Magic will respond to a playoff chase. We don't know how the Magic will respond to playoff pressure. There's so much about this team that just frankly feels that we're too young and too naive to know what we're not supposed to know. And I love that energy about this group. That's what we loved about 95. That's what we loved about 09. Um, though there's no weight of expectations. And so that, I think, has helped this team. Um, I think that has helped this team tremendously. But you still got to show maturity on the court. And that is where I think we do have legitimate questions. We do have to think about and wonder like, huh, is this team really ready? Is this team really ready for what's happening? What's going on around them? Um, and increasingly, this team shows that it is. Now, look, they're not perfect. They're obviously seventh now in the East. Miami didn't play on, on, Wednesday, on Thursday, so they're currently in seventh. Um, they're in the playoffs, but they're in the back end of the playoffs. They still show their youthful exuberance and, and youthful mistakes. Um, you know, they struggle on back-to-backs. They struggle on the road. They, you know, they they still have a lot of maturing to do. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you this team is perfect. You know, they, they, they respond the right ways every time. But I will say this. I, I am still continually impressed with the poise that they do show and, and how they respond. They've shown plenty of times that they know how to respond the right way, that they're not going to be rattled by a big run or rattled by, um, you know, a, a poor stretch or a run that the other team puts on. You know, Jamal Mosley always says it's a game of runs, biggest cliche in the NBA. 
this game against, you know, younger teams and young teams that aren't winning, they, you punch them once they fall down, they're done. You know, you know, they, we've seen, or are they, 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 you punch them once they fall and they, they're staggered. They don't kind of sit there and take it sometimes if, if we're going to use a, use a boxing metaphor. That's something that this Magic team has been very good at. And this was a perfect example. Did Orlando get off to the start that they wanted to get off to in this game? Absolutely not. They were down by 12. The starters were really struggling. This game could have gotten out of hand again, like the last game against Cleveland did, when Orlando got kind of popped in the mouth a little bit. But instead, Orlando continued to stick to the game plan. They kept Cleveland off the three-point line, and their bench took over. Again, Mo Wagner had 22 points, set the tone for the team by being willing to attack the basket, willing to body up Jared Allen, willing to go to, to just get it into him, knock him back a little bit, you know, bringing the physicality in a game that, frankly, I don't, you know, first game after the All-Star break, you might be trying to ease your way in. Being able to punch first like that from a physical standpoint is a huge, huge deal. But it's, it's not even just that. It's the magic... Struggling to end the second quarter, start the third quarter. Problem that this team has to has to continue to address. Um, and that could have been a moment where, okay, you've lost your big lead very, very quickly. You're coming out of locker room and getting blitzed again. What are you going to do? Well, the Magic answered. The Magic made plays. They kept the lead. And even at the end of the third quarter, I have to say, Mo Wagner got a BS technical foul. I think everyone would say it. Mo was very diplomatic. Don't find him, please. Very diplomatic at, after the after the, after the fact, uh, after the game. Um, easy to say that after a win. Um, but he got a technical foul. And, and how did the Magic, instead of the Magic being upset and angry over an unjust technical foul, what did they do? Joe Ingles hit a three. Cole Anthony hit a jumper. And then Cole Anthony hit another tough jumper. The Magic lead by four. That could have been a moment where they unraveled. That could have been a moment when they give the game away. Another bad close to the quarter that puts you behind in, in, the fourth, in the fourth. Instead, the Magic responded. And so again, yeah, this team likes to talk and they like to get under people and they like to bother people. But they back it up with their play. And look, look no further than the way Paolo Bancaro played. Paolo had an awful game. We'll, we'll get to it in a minute here, but Paolo had an awful game. And yet, he hits the big three that frankly iced the game away. Made an 11-point lead with about two minutes to play. He is unafraid to take that big shot uh, in a game that he didn't have it. And, and look, what's great about this team too is is... Paolo seemed very happy to set Mo Wagner up. The Magic were running plays for Mo Wagner at the end of this game because he was their best offensive option. And, and that's a credit to Jamal Mosley's flexibility and his commitment to that by committee standard that we're still trying to figure out what it means. This is about as close as we're going to come to, to seeing that in action. And again, I, I, I know there's a lot of criticism sometimes, sometimes for, for Mo's, he is, the second half especially, he is adjustable. He will adjust to what the game calls for. And he rolled with Mo and Cole to close the game, and they deserved it over Jalen and, and, and Dell. 
This is not an isolated incident for the Magic. This has not been an isolated occurrence for this team. They have stepped up in big ways and small ways throughout the course of the season. When they have been challenged, when teams have tested this young group, they have stood tall. They may not always win. I think about the Dallas game. They had the 12-point third quarter. They still came back, had their chances to win that game. Maybe some bad calls at the end. They had their chances. They did not quit despite how, despite a poor quarter, despite some adversity. That's the kind of poise it's going to take to be successful the rest of the season, and certainly as we always are thinking about in the playoffs too. This game was about the team's poise. The starters were terrible. We're going to get to the stats here in a minute. The starters were terrible. The bench delivered. And that's the poise the Magic are going to need to adapt to whatever happens in a game. That's the poise they're going to need to close this thing out. We'll go through the final box score, talk about individual performances in this game. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week. All season long, whether you're prepping for a daily, fit, daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players who are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Not a lot of guys we're going to see here lately, but let's, let's give some love here to Marvin Bagley III. Bagley is the only center left in Washington. So he's going to get a big chance to put up numbers for the rest of the season, whether it's points, whether it's rebounds. We know the Wizards are going to run a lot. They play a high-paced game. A lot of stats to pick up. Marvin Bagley could be a good, cheap option. We're going to see the Wizards here in a couple of weeks. Going to be something to watch out for when we get to it. On the Magic side, let me tell you, stock's probably never been lower on Cole Anthony now might be the time, as we talked about on yesterday's show, Cole Anthony usually plays well after the All-Star break. He looked really refreshed in Thursday's game against Cleveland. We'll get to, get to those stats here in a minute. Cole Anthony could be someone that's poised for a strong closing kick as the Magic get into the playoff race. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. With more than 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. From brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your car needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guarantee Fits only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
All right, we haven't talked much. We've talked a little bit about the game here and there, but the Orlando Magic defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers 116-109. to 109. Look, this was a really nice win. Um, you know, it, it's it's the regular season. You're still going to have to qualify games here and there. You know, Mo, you know, uh, so a couple of the guys in Cleveland were asking Magic players directly. Uh, they asked Mo Wagner. They asked uh, Jamal Mosley about it directly. How do you think you guys match up with Cleveland? Cleveland's currently the the, the I believe they're, they're the two seed right now. Um, they're, this is one of our potential playoff matchups. And so the Magic do come away now with a season series split at 2-2. But let's qualify it. First game after the All-Star break, always a little screwy. They mentioned on the Magic broadcast, Brian Hill likes to say he can steal games uh, coming going into the All-Star break and going coming out of the All-Star break. Those first, that last week heading into the All-Star break, you know, guys are looking ahead to their vacations. The week coming out of the All-Star break, guys are looking to get their rhythm back. Um, it's a little screwy, so let's not put a ton of stock into this game. Uh, again, still really impressive, and Donovan Mitchell was out with an illness. Still a really impressive win. I don't want to take anything away from the win. It was a really, really nice win. But this tells us nothing for the playoffs. Plain and simple, like, frankly, tells us nothing for the playoffs. I will say this, though. I think the Magic... From, again, from a poise standpoint, they looked ready to go. Was the defense a little bit rusty here and there? Absolutely. Um, the shot shots came and went, but we'll talk about the shooting here in a minute because shooting is actually a good thing to talk about today. Um, but I, I really loved how the Magic generally brought energy throughout the game. Uh, I thought they came out on they came out really focused and intense, um, and, and I think that was a good tone setter for them. Um, this is not a team that I think is going to have an all-star break hangover. You know, Powell Bancaro is sick. That, that's, that's about the only remnants of the all-star break. I, I, this team really came out on fire, ready to play. Just, just a really, really impressive, you know, really impressive showing. You know, this, this Cleveland team is playing really well. And even without Donovan Mitchell, they are a good team. So again, we could qualify it. I, I don't think this tells us anything heading into the playoffs. But I do think that this was a, a really solid effort and, and a really good game. The the Magic shot the ball incredibly well. Like, let, let's start there. 51.2% shooting, 14 for 25 from beyond the arc. That's right, 56% from three. It's weird. I know you don't know what to do with your hands. 16 for 18 from the foul line. Could have gotten to the line a little bit more. Fouling was actually a big part of why Cleveland was able to get back in the game in the second quarter um, to, close, to close that second quarter. And a big reason why they were able to stay in the game late in the third. Fouling was an issue. It's continued to be an issue for the Magic. But Orlando did, you know, Orlando, despite giving up 55.7% shooting and 10 for 22 from beyond the arc, big key for the Magic was chasing Cleveland off the three-point line and losing the paint. The Magic just did a really good job creating extra possessions. Um, they forced 19 turnovers for 28 points. A lot of that coming in the second half uh, when the Magic were able to kind of get out and transition and, and really put the screws on on the Cavs, um, just a really, really impressive and, and solid showing defensively. Again, their shots were going in, um, but Orlando, I think, made them work really hard for those shots. Um, they limited their second-chance points. They you know, gave up some turnovers. They gave up some free throws, but I, I really liked how Orlando's defense played. Plenty of things to tighten up. I'm not sitting here saying Orlando had a, had a perfect defensive effort, but to hold this team to 109 points, is pretty good. Now, 59 in the second half, not so good. Orlando scored 62. So the offense was working, gave the defense a little bit of latitude to, to make mistakes, to go for steals, to, to kind of really up the physicality and, and 
you know, maybe the Magic upped it a little bit too much. Orlando is again led in scoring by Mo Wagner. 22 points in this game. Uh, 7 for 12 shooting. 7 for 8 from the foul line. Mo Wagner is, is again, I don't think quietly, but Mo Wagner is a free throw machine. Um, always has been. Always has gotten to the line a ton for the minutes that he plays. He was aggressive. And, and it just shows how aggressive he was. He was ready to take hits. He was ready to dish out some physicality and dish out some hits. Um, I, I was, you know, he was cutting really well to the basket. Like the Magic did a good job finding him, drawing defenders to him. And Wagner did a great job cutting into space so he could finish at the rim. Um, you know, he hit one three. So he did, you know, he did step out a little bit. But Mo Wagner set the tone for this game. And, and you know, his energy just, his energy helps everyone everyone else out. Like he is always unafraid to back down. He wears his emotions on his sleeve. Everyone feeds off of that. And, and again, it's a, in a positive way. Like, again, I, like I said, I think the Magic were pests in all the right ways. The Magic bench won this game. 63 points off the bench. Every player off the Magic's bench had a positive plus minus. Everyone but Cole Anthony had a plus minus of more than plus uh, 17. Uh, Jonathan Isaac was plus 17. But don't let me, don't let me, don't let that make you think that Cole Anthony didn't have a good game. Cole Anthony, 13 points, six for eight shooting, six assists. Just did a really good job getting into the lane, probing, you know, getting those floaters to go. That's a big thing I've talked about. When his floater game is working, when that in-between mid-range game is working, he is really good. And that makes the magic that much more dangerous. You know, we, we think about what worked in November, what worked on the nine-game win streak. So much of that was the bench just dominating their minutes, having having stretches like this, having splits like this, where the bench just just destroys whoever they're playing. Um, that's that's kind of the magic secret weapon. That's that's the secret sauce. Is no team, very few teams are as deep as the magic can be. And and obviously Cole's gone through a little bit of a, a downspurt. He mentioned it. He said, you know, he hasn't played this bad since his rookie year. Um, he was probably dealing with some injuries that that you know he was able to play through, but. Getting that week off, I think, really made him, made Joe Ingles, who had 12 points, four for four shooting, three for three, almost got a dunk, um, made him look fresher. Like, everyone just looked fresher. Um, so, great effort from, from the Magic's bench. Got to give a special shout-out as well to Anthony Black. Nine points, three for seven shooting, got a little shot happy, but love seeing Black be aggressive, love seeing him willing to shoot. I love his defense. Like, he needs to be out there just for his defense um, in, in a playoff series. He's going to become really, really valuable because he is such a good defender. Um, his shot has come a long way. We, we all know that. I, I think we keep repeating that. Um, he is reliable offensively. Like, like teams are still going to leave him open. I think he's still. I think he's 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 hit a point where he can do a little bit more offensively than than maybe they they let him do. The Magic starters. I don't want to say they weren't good. They didn't win their minutes, obviously. Um, but it was a rough game for the Magic starters. They they really struggled to break down this Cleveland defense. Uh, not not break down the Cleveland defense. They got good shots, um, but they they underperformed. You know, Paolo Bancaro playing through illness, twelve points, four for fifteen shooting, two for four from three, six rebounds, four assists, four turnovers. Was stuck in foul trouble with with five fouls. Um, you know, he really struggled. He missed his first six shots. A lot of those were coming around the rim. Um, so Cleveland's physicality. Got to him a little bit early on in the game. Um, he definitely looked a step slow. I, I, I won't lie about that. Uh, you know, you definitely tell that that he wasn't 100% right. Um, but having said all that, you know, started 0 for 6, so finished 4 for his next 9. Not great, but not terrible. Um, but 
Having said all that, hit the big shot. He hit the big shot. About two minutes left, hit a three, made it 11-point game. That felt like the dagger. That felt like it. You know, he is still, you know, he just, it just didn't feel like he had the energy to take over the game. You know, there's there's a couple, there's an offensive foul that, that, that was his fourth foul of the game. Immediately after, he seemed to get a little angry and seemed to, to pick up his energy a little bit and try and get downhill to the basket and get to the foul line. It was his only trip to the foul line. Um, it just didn't seem like he had it all there. So hopefully he feels better. Hopefully, you know, I, I doubt he'll practice Friday, but hopefully he'll feel better uh, for Saturday's game in Detroit. Um, and, 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 you know, again, we're, we're back into the grind here. Powell, uh, Franz Wagner had 14 points, six for 11 shooting, four rebounds, four assists. He does tend to struggle against Cleveland. Got going early. So he was a big reason why the Magic were able to kind of hold their own early on in the game. Um, so, you know, I don't think it was a terrible game, but again, just not a game where he was the guy on the ball. You know, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley are great defenders. They're tough guys to break down there. Uh, Wendell Carter had 12 points, five for seven shooting. Um, not a whole lot to say about Wendell Carter. You know, I thought he played solid defense, um, you know, a solid defense on, on the Cavs. But, you know, again, just the Cavs didn't have that big scoring punch. If they would have had Donovan Mitchell, I think this game would have turned out very differently with with how the Magic were playing, but, um, you know, no one else really got going. Um, you know, Darius Garland at 18, Max Struess at 18, Jared Allen at 18. So a lot of balance scoring from Cleveland. They were in this game. You know, maybe they didn't shoot, you know, they, they shot the ball well. Turnovers really killed them. 19 turnovers for 28 points, which again, just makes me think that a little bit of an all-star hangover. Orlando came ready to play. Orlando came with defensive intensity. Cleveland brought it in stretches. Don't get me wrong. Their defense is very, very good. But they weren't able to turn the ball, turn the magic over as much. And so all those turnovers, the magic were able to take advantage of them, get some extra possessions. That that's really what decided the game. And again, the magic just, just absolutely dominated those bench minutes. We're able to stay in the game with the starters, expand the lead with the bench players, um, and now and, and was able to stake their lead to win this game. The Orlando Magic defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers 116 to 109. They're next in action Saturday night against the Detroit Pistons. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of them on podcasts to your podcast and enabling device. You can also check us out on YouTube. Just search for Locked on Magic or go to youtube.com slash at Locked on Magic. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily. And of course, be sure to check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub at patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. I break down everything you need to know about the rest of the schedule. That's exclusive to my subscribers. You can find that again at patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. And thank you all again for the support. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel. You can find that on YouTube and now on the Amazon Fire, now on Amazon Fire TV and the Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now, available on the free Fire TV channels app today. We will be back again Saturday night, Sunday morning, to talk about the Orlando Magic's game against Detroit Pistons. That episode, though, will be YouTube only. We're going we're, we're, we're to be uh, changing some things on the audio side. You will not notice any of those changes, but uh, no audio posting this weekend. YouTube only. So if you want recap of the Magic's game against the Pistons on Saturday night, 
Check out the YouTube page. Subscribe to the YouTube page at youtube.com slash at Locked on Magic or just search for Locked on Magic. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic. This has been Philip Rossman, right? We'll see you all again next time for another episode of 